smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hi guys i'm prasad banerjee and i write about tech at mint and this is tech etc a podcast where we ta- tackle some hot topics in technology and also bust some myths in the last episode we talked about the apple airpods pro which came after 3 years from the original In this episode we are talking about the Google's Pixel 7 Pro which is a phone that is coming to India after a 2 plus year hiatus. The flagship Pixel made a comeback to the Indian market hot on the heels of Apple's iPhone launch of course. But Google hasn't sold a Pixel in India in quite a while or rather Google hasn't sold a flagship Pixel in India in quite a while. They did sell a Pixel 6a earlier. But let's face it, we didn't have any of the flagship Pixel since the Pixel 5, I think. No, I think it was a Pixel 4. Either way, the point being, it has been a long time since we saw a flagship Pixel in India. And this year, Google is making a big claim with the Pixel. They're saying that it'll be the best smartphone you can buy. They're not saying that it's the best Pixel. They're not even saying it's the best Android phone. They're saying it's the best phone. Period. And that's a pretty tall claim coming from a company that has had a rocky start in its hardware ambition so far. But that also shows that Google has a lot riding on the new Google Pixel 7 Pro, which is the absolute best that the company can offer today. Now, like most Pixel phones before it, the Pixel 7 Pro also has one thing going for it: the fact that it looks different from every other smartphone on the market. And yes, I include iPhones in that as well. Overall it retains the same sort of design aesthetic that we saw on say a Pixel 6 or a 6a but there's this thick metallic bump on the back that holds the three cameras and that just gives it a sort of very different design whether you like that design of course will be subjective you will look at photos you will see the phone in person and you will decide personally speaking from a looks point of view i don't see anything wrong What I don't like is that they're no longer compact devices. Google actually used to make pretty compact devices. The Pixel 7 Pro and even the smaller Pixel 7 are anything but compact. Even without the metallic strip on the back, the Pixels are thick and wide devices and they feel like glass slabs in your hand. In a sense, the Pixel phones have a very Samsung Galaxy S Ultra S feeling and those phones are meant to be big. So yes, this is definitely a phone for people who love big phones. Having said that, when Apple decided to drop the mini from its portfolio, that probably was the nail in the coffin for single-handed usage anyway. And speaking of Apple, there are some other similarities between the Pixel 7 Pro and the iPhone 14 Pro as well. The biggest one being the fact that the Pixel 7 Pro has something called cinematic blur, which is very similar, actually completely the same as Apple's cinematic mode for video. What does it do? It basically lets you shoot a video in the same way you would shoot a portrait photo except that this will do it automatically so when you move the camera around it's supposed to just recognize the subject and blur the background and while that's a very nice nifty feature it's going to be a long time before both google and apple perfect these features at the moment cinematic blur on both google's phone and apple's phone struggle when there's a crowd and 
in India there's a lot of crowd so it's a little difficult to use in the hands of a experienced video hand however this might be a very useful feature for most regular users i see it being difficult to use there are other similarities between the pixel 7 pro and the iphone pro's camera as well like the iphone the 2x zoom mode on the pixel 7 pro actually crops a 12 megapixel photo out of the main sensor's image This is the same way the iPhone does the zoom and the end result again is pretty much the same. Personally again I have never liked zoom on smartphones. I know smartphone makers say that they do optical zoom and it's better and while it is much better than it used to be 5 years ago, zoom on smartphones is still not the best feature to use. Now having said all that, Pixel phones started off being about the camera, but they really aren't about the camera anymore. Today Pixel phones are about Google's new Tensor chip a second version of which is fitted on the Pixel 7 Pro and the Pixel 7 all of the camera software is powered by this new chip and you can tell that Google really cares about software because if your camera has a software update pending it'll actually flash that when you're shooting a photo now this new phone has something called the Tensor G2 chip and it's supposed to make everything faster and yes it likely does as well here's the problem the old tensor chip was really fast too so you can't really tell the difference on your day to day usage in fact i switched directly from a pixel 6a to a pixel 7 pro and i really struggled to tell where the difference is now the tensor g2 chip is supposed to power all the ai on this phone so google assistant comes up much faster on a pixel phone than on any other phone But that's true for the Pixel 6a as well and when I put the Pixel 6a and 7 Pro next to each other it's a little difficult to see the difference to be honest they're both really really fast at answering my questions and all of that in fact at times i found the google assistant trying to speak to me even when the phone was in my pocket and i uttered the word google while speaking to somebody else and as i said in the pixel 6a review long ago these ai features are still far from perfect especially in countries like india The Pixel 7 Pro has futuristic software. There is absolutely no denying it. It can do live translation. It has something called a magic eraser which can just remove a person from a photo magically and make you the only person there and all of that. And honestly, live translation on paper is amazing. I really want to talk to a foreigner where both of us are talking in our own languages and the phone is just magically translating what we are saying except that they're not as seamless as they should be and translation and all still need some work especially in countries like India where there are so many languages and so many dialects which brings me to the central problem with all pixels Google's making a promise with this phone that promise is that AI will one day rule your smartphone but the software promise is a difficult one to bank on i've been reviewing phones for over 12 years now and i can tell you that it's very difficult to depend on a phone which says that it'll get better with time because what if the company just gives up on it and google has a very rich history of giving up on its hardware as well so i won't really blame you if you're iffy about buying a pixel 7 pro for that reason having said that at 84999 the Pixel 7 Pro happens to be one of the more affordable flagships today and let me explain that now i prefer this camera to a galaxy flip 4 and most flagships today seem to be more first adopter devices 
What I'm trying to say is that the Pixel 7 Pro is not your regular flagship. It's one of those devices which comes with a gimmick. For example, the Samsung Galaxy Flip 4, the gimmick is that it folds. iPhone, it's the dynamic island. And for Pixel, it's all the AI. Now, flip phones are yet to be proven. We don't yet know how functional these devices will be. We can see them getting there slowly and slowly, but they're yet to really pick up. Same goes for the iPhone's dynamic island, which will take at least a year to really pick up and for developers to make for it and for us to see if it's really, really useful. And the Pixel 7 Pro, in much the same way, will take a long time to prove to us that it's really worth buying. In the meanwhile, it is a first adopter device and for anybody who considers themselves a first adopter and has 85,000 bucks to spare, please go ahead and buy these. And that's it for this week's episode. Please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U-N-D-E-R-T-E-C-H-E-R. You can also give us feedback at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please do log on to htsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.